Hi everyone, this is Yumei Chang and I am the founder of Life is Love School, where we teach adult survivors of childhood trauma essential life skills to live a happier, more peaceful life. Today's topic is the top seven signs that you are in a healthy relationship. I wanted to do this episode because a lot of times um, people that grew up with childhood trauma have trouble recognizing whether they're in a healthy relationship or not. If you grew up seeing parents that show the opposite of a good relationship, then it could be really confusing. You might be in a good relationship or you might be in a toxic relationship and you have trouble telling the difference. So victimization is a, a phenomenon where a childhood trauma survivor oftentimes end up in a abusive relationship later in life themselves because they are so used to seeing uh, unhealthy relationships. So when they're in one, they actually don't see the red flags as red flags. It just looks very normal. And then slowly they get sucked into that cycle as well. So today's episode hopefully will help you understand what a healthy relationship looks like. So on the opposite end, then you also know what a unhealthy relationship lacks. So sign number one is, can you be yourself? So this is a tell because if you feel like you have to walk on eggshells, you have to be more perfect than you actually are, that you cannot be yourself, then this is a sign that you should probably double click into the relationship to see whether it's healthy or not because our feelings don't lie. If you feel safe in a relationship, if you feel that who you are with flaws and all is completely accepted, then you can totally be with like yourself. So for example, when you think about the friendship that you have where you feel the most comfortable, you probably know what I'm talking about where you could just really relax, just chill, to say things without having to double check yourself, etc. So if you can find a relationship like this where you feel very comfortable, where you feel safe to be vulnerable, that's a very good sign. Sign number two is, are you best friends with your partner? This is also very important because even though early on in a relationship, there's a lot of sparks, a lot of butterflies, after about a year and a half to two years, that's gonna settle down and you're gonna settle more into a, a very affectionate friendship with some romance in there. So a good relationship is a situation where the people actually really like each other, genuinely like each other. It's more than physical attraction. So that's obviously very important. And another part of that is you have to feel that you're in the same team. Situations where a couple might feel uh, actually competitive against each other is not a good thing. Where Say, for example, the husband is jealous that the wife got a promotion and maybe makes more money than him or vice versa is a bad sign. So the two of you really ought to be best friends and feel that you're on the same team because you really are. And number three is, are you more alike than different? So a lot of times people say, oh yeah, opposites attract. But the reality is the longevity of the relationship actually depends on the two people really sharing the same values. And I'm talking about core fundamental values. For example, if you, your political views line up, if your views on family lines up, whether you wanna have children line up, if you value integrity, honesty, do the both of you walk the walk, right? If only one person does this, the other person has a very different view on these very fundamental things, it's gonna create a chasm. The differences on the little different things, one is an introvert, one's an extrovert, or you know, one person is from this country, another person from that country, those are not problems. 
the similarity where it's important is the fundamental values. And those really should be lined up. And that's something very good to find out during the dating phase. Number four sign is, are they fundamentally a good person? So this is incredibly important. Again, you know, people change, but a lot of the more fundamental aspects of a person just doesn't change. So after a, a long time, you want to know if this person is going to depend, be dependable, right? If they're not a kind person and one day you're older, you're sick, are they still going to stick around with you and go through the hard times? So you really want to find somebody who is good-hearted with high integrity that you could count on. And that's going to really be able to be there for you and be supportive of you and vice versa. So are they fundamentally a good person is very important. Related to that, number five is, are they somebody who will make you a better person? Are they willing to grow with you? I'm assuming that you are somebody, if you're watching this channel, that self-improvement and growth is very important to you. If you're that kind of person, then it's important that you find somebody who aligns with you on this particular value, because otherwise you will grow and this other person will be stagnant. And over time, little differences add up. It's kind of compounds. So the gap is going to get larger and larger and larger. So there are ladies I work with where they felt like they're the only one growing. They're the only one getting better. And they're the only one that's improving. And the husband is just kind of sitting there and nothing has changed. And that's the problem, right? Then, then they faced the, the dilemma of, should I stay or should I go? I can't make that person want to improve and self-learn. So those are also things it's good to figure out. Do, do, are they self-reflective? Do they also want to grow as a person? If it's important to you, then it would be helpful to make sure the other person also shares this value. Number six is, do they share power? So this is something that is also ultra important. You don't want to definitely be with somebody who sees a marriage or a relationship as a power struggle. This kind of a dynamic you see a lot in narcissistic relationships where it's for them, it's their way or the highway. They're the most important person in the relationship. It's all about their needs. Your needs don't matter. That's not what you want. You want somebody who shares power with you, who respects you. It really comes down to respect because by if they respect you, they will share power with you. Your opinion matters, especially when it comes to big decisions. For example, where you buy the house, what kind of school you uh, want to send your kids to, etc. It should be two people having a discussion and deciding these big things and not one person unilaterally making a decision. If that person is unilaterally making a decision without consulting you, then he or she doesn't respect you. So the two actually go hand in hand. You want a partner that is willing to share power and who respects you and vice versa. And the last sign, number seven, is do they avoid drama? And drama is something that you see a lot in people that have emotional regulation issues. They make decisions in the spur of the moment, a knee-jerk reaction. They can't take a step back and calm their emotions before they uh, use their logic and their thinking brain to make a good long-term decision. So these people tend to get into trouble as in maybe drunk driving, maybe uh, addictions, maybe spending money that they shouldn't be spending, not saving, picking fights with people because they were angry and didn't calm down, etc. So you'll see a lot of drama in people that tend to have emotional regulation issues. 
And if you're dating somebody with a lot of drama, you're going to bring drama into your life as well. And that's pretty draining. So life is always, you know, has its own challenges already. And to the extent you can, you really want to have a partner who's, you know, steady, right? Steady there, that's there to support you instead of adding more challenges to your life. So being with somebody who is drama free is also going to save you a lot of pain. So those are the seven signs to look for. I hope you find this helpful. If you like discussions like this, I think you'll also enjoy joining the Life is Love School Women Only Coaching Group, where we have group discussions on topics like relationship, boundary setting, and all sorts of things that really help in our self-growth. I hope to see you there. And until next time, take care.